0: You are listening to Bitcoin, blockchain and the technologies of our future with Naomi Brockwell. Apple markets itself as a privacy company. We shall They've differentiated themselves from other major tech corporations by prioritizing the privacy of their users and being very vocal about the lengths that they go to to avoid collecting data or anonymizing data that is collected. This includes letting iPhone users know when apps want to track them, processing your audio locally when you use Siri instead of shipping it to servers for processing, obscuring your IP address from scammy emails, and even providing a more private way for people to browse the internet. But at the same time, Apple does collect a lot of telemetry from its users, meaning data about how a system is being used. They also encourage you to link your Apple ID with everything you do. And they've for many years encouraged you to back up all your private data on your phone to a cloud server that isn't end to end encrypted, making that data accessible to others. Not to mention there was a recent scandal, where Apple wanted to be able to scan your phone for objectionable material, but Apple just made an announcement that is being hailed by private advocates, and would protect people from some of these issues mentioned. We're going to dive into the details of this announcement, analyze Apple's privacy track record, and explore whether their products are right for you, or whether a privacy conscious person is better off with alternative tools. Let's start off by talking about how Apple has done some really great work pushing privacy forward for the average person. The value proposition of Apple isn't the most private option, but instead super easy privacy options for the the mainstream. HiMessage is a far more private option than SMS or normal social media DMs. It's end-to-end encrypted, meaning that only the sender and recipient can read the messages. We carefully consider how to protect your privacy. We make sure to use end-to-end encryption by default and always to protect your communication. I don't personally use iMessage because there are more private options out there, but giving every iPhone user access to -to end-to-end encrypted communication was a huge improvement in privacy for the average person that they didn't even need to think about. Apple Maps is another cool tool. We've done a piece before that explores just how much data Google is collecting from you when you use Google Maps. Apple, on the other hand, doesn't collect personal information associated with your Maps usage. They anonymize location services information like routing, traffic, and nearby points of interest, and GPS tracking in maps is opt-in rather than opt-out. Apple also has a process called fuzzing, where rather than requesting a specific route, they send off multiple requests with multiple identifiers, which helps hide where you're trying to go. Information about where you've been is generated and stored locally on your device, and any information that is sent out to an external server is disassociated, from your Apple ID and anonymized. Does that mean that Apple Maps is the most private tool? Of course not. You can instead use something like OSM and completely offline. But for the average person, having an easy online mapping tool like Apple Maps is a big step up in privacy from the most popular mainstream option, Google Maps, which is deliberately sharing and monetizing your data. They also notify users when apps want to track them. They added privacy labels to everything in their app store, and they offer private resources Relay, which is like a built-in VPN for iCloud users that has some tool-like features in the way that it disassociates a user from their activity. I've always really admired Apple for popularizing the privacy narrative, because I don't think privacy is something that someone should have to justify wanting. I've also admired how much they've helped the mainstream achieve better privacy. So now let's talk about some of the bad things about Apple with regards to privacy. There are many privacy experts out there who will tell you to avoid Apple completely. Apple collects every piece of data they are capable of collecting, including your location, IP address, browsing records, search history, app data, usage behavior, purchasing records, contacts, viewing, listening, and reading habits, phone, messaging, and email metadata, and that's just scratching the surface. We've already mentioned that they collect a lot of telemetry from users. Using a Linux build that doesn't do this is going to be a more private option than Apple or Microsoft in this regard. But Apple took a big blow to their reputation recently when they announced a plan to release a CSAM detection system or involuntary photo scanning that would try to match photos on a person's phone with a database of known CSAM image hashes from child safety organizations. and to report iCloud accounts with known CSAM image hashes to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, a nonprofit organization that works in collaboration with US law enforcement agencies. We all want to protect children, but Apple's plan was a scary foray into mass surveillance and away from basic privacy expectations. It was criticized by countless civil liberties groups because the feature would allow governments to surveil users and would enable governments to seek access to their citizens' personal data beyond the original intent of the feature. The Electronic Frontier Foundation said Apple was overreaching and creating a backdoor and a technology that could be abused. Even many Apple employees were against the plan and said the feature could be exploited by repressive governments looking to find other material for censorship or arrests. After this announcement, many people lost a lot of respect for them regarding their privacy stance. As cryptographer Matt Green noted in his blog, as much as people hate CSAM, people really seem to hate the idea that their private data might be subject to police surveillance. Apple delayed the feature because of this backlash, but they just made an announcement that they've decided to abandon it completely. They just told Wired, we've decided not to move forward with our previously proposed CSAM detection tool. Children can be protected without companies combing through personal data. This is a huge win for privacy. It's worth realizing that these big organizations are never monolithic in their outlook. There has almost surely been an ongoing battle between the factions of engineers who approved of the scanning and those who didn't, and it boosts my confidence in Apple to see that those against it won out. But a big disappointment about Apple's privacy stance has been that they never added end-to-end encryption to iCloud backups. This is a huge deal because Apple goes to great lengths to keep so much data local and private on a person's own device, and then they hound users to turn on iCloud backups which copies that data to the cloud where Apple and any potential hacker or government agent can get access. This includes photos, backups of iMessage chats, financial records. It provides a very intimate look into someone's life and you're handing it off to Apple employees. You're trusting them not to share it with third parties and you also have to hope that they won't get hacked because if they do, then this is a treasure trove of information that hackers would get access to. As Fox Khan from the Surveillance Technology Oversight Project said, for years, Apple has touted its privacy record while leaving its users vulnerable, particularly to police surveillance. Much of the data users store on iCloud is just a court order away from becoming a policing tool. They did try to -to end-to-end encrypt iCloud backups as early as 2016, but they later scrapped the plan. has reported that it was due to pressure from the FBI. Apple has pushed back against FBI surveillance overreach in the past, most notably when they refused to undermine the encryption of their iPhones so that law enforcement could more easily access people's private data. They said at the time the US government has asked us for something we simply do not have and something we consider too dangerous to create. They've asked us to build a backdoor to the iPhone. We feel we must speak up in the face of what we see as an overreach by the US government. We fear that this demand would undermine the very freedoms and liberty our government is meant to protect. It was just after this time that Apple decided to scrap their plan to -to end-to-end encrypt iCloud backups. An insider at the company told Reuters. They decided they weren't going to poke the bear anymore. So that brings us to what I think is the biggest news just announced from Apple that is going to fundamentally change the privacy posture of millions of people for the better. Apple is finally implementing end-to-end encryption for iCloud backups. Apple will soon offer end-to-end encryption to most of iCloud including backups of your device and messages, photos, notes, and more. They're calling it advanced data protection. With advanced data protection, even if an attacker were to successfully breach the cloud and access all that data, they'd lack the key to decrypt it. So you'll never see that photo, Craig. We do not want to see your photo. Advanced data protection will end-to-end encrypt more than just iCloud backups, and include photos, drive, and more. The Electronic Frontier Foundation, or EFF, said in a response to the news, We applaud Apple for listening to experts, child advocates, and users who want to protect their most sensitive data. Encryption is one of the most important tools we have for maintaining privacy and security online. If we accept as normal and unavoidable that everything in our lives can be aggregated in soul, then we lose so much more than data. The new end-to-end encryption is an opt-in feature for now, and it won't include iCloud mail, contacts, and calendars, but this is still a leap forward in privacy protection for hundreds of millions of people. As Matt Green said, while this is only one partial step in the right direction, it's still a huge and decisive step, one that I think will substantially raise the bar for cloud security across the whole industry. Most of the time, the average user isn't going to understand how to protect their own privacy, so it's great when companies bake privacy into their products and make them something that the user doesn't even need to think about. They have their battle cut out for them though. The FBI has already responded, in much the same way they did when Apple first wanted to -to end-to-end encrypt iCloud backups, and the same way they responded when Facebook tried to -to end-to-end encrypt their private chat by default. In an emailed statement posted immediately after Apple's announcement, the FBI said that end-to-end encryption hinders our ability to protect the American people from criminal acts ranging from cyber attacks and violence against children to drug trafficking, organized crime, and terrorism. They added that the FBI and law enforcement partners need lawful access by design, which means that they feel people shouldn't be allowed online privacy. I expect the battle between Apple and the FBI to heat up once again over end-to-end encryption, and I'm hopeful about the outcome. At the very least, I commend Apple for attempting this much-needed step. They're finally catching up to what some other companies have been offering for is. So back to our original question. Should you use Apple products if you're concerned about privacy? It depends. In my honest opinion, if you're looking for the most private option, Apple is not for you. You're better off diving into some of the more robust options that we talk about on this channel, and reading books like Extreme Privacy by Michael Basil, linked in the description. I would not recommend Apple if you're someone who takes your privacy seriously. That's not the value proposition of Apple. They don't offer extreme privacy. They offer better privacy, with no inconvenience, and that's a great deal for the average person. So if that sounds like you, and you're just grateful for easy mainstream options that make your setup more private without you having to think about it, maybe you should take advantage of the tools Apple is offering. Both of these paths are okay. It's important to understand where you're at in your privacy journey, and not feel too overwhelmed to do the hardest, most robust thing at all times. Any effort that you make towards your privacy in your life will make a difference. Our channel is funded by community donations, so if you want to support our free educational content, head to nbtv.media support. Also, just liking, sharing, commenting on, and subscribing to our channel really helps. Thanks so much for watching through till the end.